Local Dental Nurses with your hosts, Kate and Shelly. <laughs> nearly had me then, didn't you? You nearly had me then. <laughs> I did go quiet. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Can't believe that we're we're halfway through February, Mrs. I don't know where the time has gone. I oh, know it's it's like spring out there today, though. It's it's beautiful. It sort of um, makes you look forward to the weeks and months ahead. Hundred percent. It looks absolutely beautiful. Actually, I agree with you totally. And um, it's nice to see the snowdrops and the daffodils. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we thought we'd have a little knit and natter again. I mean, the dental nurses have been saying how much they enjoy listening to these podcasts. We can't yet entice people to come on and be brave and have a chit chat. So we might have to start bribing people. <laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> every time, every, every time. time. Actually, yeah. do you know what? That is a fantastic way to start this off, Shelley, because you and I have decided we're going to talk about some blasts from the past. Okay. And I mean, obviously, I'm older than you, Shelley, and um, there's people out there that are older than us. But I thought we could just have a little chit chat and brainstorm some of the stuff that we used to do when we first started nursing. Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> My goodness, the processes have certainly changed. I mean, sterilization process. Yeah. Yeah. We used to just clean the instruments, put them on a tray loose. And when the you know the uh, when it's finished the cycle we used to just get it out and put them in in the in the drawers and the surgery individually didn't we? Yep, just loose, just rolling around in the, the drawers. <laughs> none, of, yep. none of this um, date stamping on sterilisation. No pouching and unbelievable. We used to have them. Um, I mean, I know a lot of practices used to have the autoclaves and stuff in their surgeries. We we never had that. I started in 2004. Yeah. Um, so we ha we did always have a separate room. It was not a separate decontamination area because it also um, doubled up as our tea and coffee making room. <laughs> <laughs> and upstairs, because we're over two floors, upstairs didn't have an autoclave. So you had to bring your stuff downstairs. But they did have an ultrasonic up on the top floor and it was just right next to the patient waiting area. <laughs> so you just walk out. We didn't even at that time when I started have um, transportation boxes. So you would yeah. just carry your tray around if you yeah. dropped your tray and oh my people's goodness. feet were in the way. Sorry yeah. about that, sir. <laughs> the token putting a napkin across the top. Yes, yeah, because you don't want them to see anything too yes. too intimidating because they're going to the building like screaming. They're so yeah, brilliant. We'll be able to associate to this. And we, we um, used to have the ultrasonic in our room. So yeah. I cannot tell you the noise in the surgery. What with that going and the autoclave, it was brutal. I mean, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> And it's such a high frequency sound, isn't it? The ultrasonic. I mean, it drives me mad at the best of times. So yeah. to have that in your ear all day. 100%. You'd, when you would leave to go home at night, you'd feel like you've gone deaf. Yeah. Yeah. You've <laughs> got tinnitus. Your ears are just yeah. constantly ringing. There was yeah. just that little gentle hum on your way home. I'll tell you what, when, um, when I first started as well, there was um, carpets in the surgery. 
Yes, we had carpets in our surgeries as well. Yeah, although it wasn't around the actual dental chair, it was more sort of where you know parents yeah. or partners might sit. Yes. But yeah, yeah, we had carpet. Yeah. Even that's unbelievable. And my goodness, way, way, way back, um, there used to be um, <laughs> a basset hound, Bambi. I even remember his name. And he used to walk through the waiting room. He used to be the um, owner's dog. Oh, and he used to, um, Walk through the waiting room. Never I like that, though. It's, it's yeah, oh, it's, um, it's no, that's lovely, though. Yeah. Can you imagine that now, though? <laughs> no, I know. It's just. I don't know if it's gone. I mean, I was always very much into cross infection control anyway from when I first Me started. Too. It just it, something just clicked. And I yeah. used to see I remember sort of having a bit of a Barney with one of the girls the one day because she carried her tray down to the autoclave with no gloves on, dirty <gasps> tray, carried it down, put it in and then was walking through the waiting room, opening surgery doors. And I sort of said, you know, you've just carried that dirty tray and now you're touching yeah. the doors. And yeah. I'm, I'm with you, even without all the um, protocols, I was, um, do you know, what? I think it's in you though, isn't it? It's either is or it isn't. Yeah. So very much like you, I saw that, if you know what I mean. I'm yeah. very aware of that. But I mean, in comparison to what we have to do now, I mean, look at the difference. It's, it's phenomenal. I mean, you and I were talking about um, how we used to um, uh, use amalgam. Yeah, with that little dappings dish, and you used to yep. push it into the holder and give it to. I mean, crikey, it's just unbelievable. I can even remember having to fill up the amalgamator as well. Yeah, yeah, mercury, crikey, that does make us sound really old. Your, Not tin, your tin foil underneath the um, amalgamator, yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right, that's right. And do you know what? There are a couple of things that I've been thinking about, and both are still present now. Um, so not everybody's computerized, as you're probably aware, the vast majority are, but we still work in a practice, fair play, they are going computerized, that is that is their aim, but they're still paper notes. And also the spittoons, um, when you used to have the little funnel. Don't, don't. <laughs> I, that, I am just not down with that, that is not okay. And. No. Well, you know, anyway, Ben Bushell, one of our um, principal dentists, his old practice in in um, beautiful Malvern. Yes, they used to. I mean, I never worked there, so but the girls used to tell me horror stories, and they had the funnels, and they used to say, "Oh, you know, you've got to stand and hold it and hope the patient doesn't spit all down your arm." And I just remember thinking, "No, that is not okay. That's <laughs> not happening." And bear in mind, I mean bless anybody when they're numb um exactly, very, very exactly. with all the will in the world you <laughs> oh my goodness and no. times you just have to wipe your arm <laughs> no that's not um i don't think i'd have coped well with that that would have been a no from me i'm afraid no. <laughs> that, that is unbelievable unbelievable but then of course as well i mean you didn't have to be qualified to nurse back then either so as in I'm talking for years, you could get trained up and work as a nurse. But for many, many years, you know, it isn't that you have to be chairside for a certain amount of time and then go on the course. I'm talking for years, you could nurse without the qualification until they brought that in. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's a good thing, isn't it? Because 
if you've got someone training you up that isn't um, particularly au fait with cross-infection control and they cut certain corners and that, at least on your training courses, you are being taught the correct yeah. procedures. Yeah. And then the hope is that regardless of what you're told at work, you, you know, you bring that in because you are now responsible for yourself and your own registration. So you would like to think that, you know, people do generally they're aware of that so they they make the extra effort to make sure that they are compliant and, and doing what they should be doing not cutting corners 100 percent. and and let's be honest i mean i know you and i uh, you know at every opportunity we will um shout from the flagpoles how um important and uh, good the dental nurse role is and i think it's important that it was recognized as well though you know it does deserve a qualification you know, it's, yeah. it's said it many, many times before, it isn't easy being a nurse and it isn't just about passing the the clinician, the stuff, you know, yes. how it gets stereotyped. So I think it's it, it was a good move. You know, it is important that it, it's recognised yeah. by a qualification. I really do. And we've said before, obviously, what, what dental nurses can go on to as well to further those qualifications. You know, yeah. it's great. Absolutely. Really, yeah. Really is great. I'm trying to think what else from way back when, really. The spittoon thing really does make me smile. That really does. I just... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Even down that's to... That's the stuff of horror stories, that is. Well, it is. Even down to how we um, look after the lab work, as in, you know, if people are still taking dental impressions, which obviously they are, you know, the protocols of putting it in what you'd call a sandwich bag, you know, and just popping it off, you know, you have to make sure yeah. that it's, you know, sterilised to, to, to yeah. the right uh, processes before putting it and packing it away. But, you know, back then I'm not saying that a person wasn't mindful, but it wasn't mandatory. Um, yes. If you like. Yeah. So you were sort of going the extra mile if you, you know, bothered to soak it for however long <laughs> you're supposed to soak it for. or Absolutely. I remember um, it was our current bosses that put in our decontamination room. And I just remember when it was finished. I mean, I've got pictures of it before. Anything went in there. You know, we've got the autoclaves in, the washer disinfectors. Oh, and it was just so fresh and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I was like, everyone's got to look after this and keep it pristine. Yeah. Whereas, no, it all needs a repaint because the boxes come and they're chucked up the wall and there's marks <laughs> everywhere. And and then I remember someone coming in and going through the processes of um, having to pouch every single item. And yeah. I remember thinking, we, we haven't got time for this. We haven't got time for this. This is nonsense. We're, you know, seeing however many patients a day running, however many surgeries. But now I can't imagine not doing yeah. it now. Isn't it funny how you just become a Absolutely. You just sort of get into it and then it's so difficult to remember how it was before. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And that's what I mean. If you look, I mean, it, uh, as you know yourself, I mean, it's it's a position in the decom room, really, that should have a dedicated um, decom person without a doubt. You know, yes. that's the whole team. We've said this Absolutely. before, unfortunately. For loads and loads of reasons, which we probably don't need to go into now, that you know it isn't always possible in practices, and I get that too. I really, really do. But 
look at that. Imagine, you know, X amount of years ago, if we said that there was going to be, uh, you know, a dedicated decom person. I mean, it was never heard of then, really. No. No, that's what, sometimes with the, the girls that come through now, it's all oh, back in my day. I mean, I'm not even 40 yet, but I'm oh, back in my day. There was no such thing as decon. You lot are spoiled. You don't know you're born. And Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean, though. I mean, if you had two minutes between patients and if you had a, a good close-knit team, that's when you'd go and pop your head around your, your colleagues door and go, have you got anything for decon or have you got... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And say if you're a close knit team, <laughs> because if not, they'd go and have a coffee. You'd go and have a cup of tea and look after yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was as close as you got really to having a decon lead. You know, a different yeah. person in there. But it's uh, you know it isn't possible always in practices. And like I said, I get it. I, I do get it. But uh, if they are an invaluable invaluable role within the practice. I've got to say. Oh, absolutely. When we know that we've got a decon, it just cheers everybody up for the day. It's just just makes your life so much easier. It really oh, does. Yeah. So much easier. Oh, without a doubt. Mind you, I mean, it's very smooth at your practice. I mean, credit to, to you and your team, though. Well, I mean, whenever we're there, it is very, very slick. But then you've been doing it for years, you guys, or most of you, haven't you? So. Well, yeah, most of us. There's quite a few old timers there. I just think that's one of the, the biggest thing for me is is always anybody that comes through our door, whether they're qualified or training, I always say to them, the most important thing for us at our practice is your cross-infection control and your teamwork because it doesn't matter. Yes, okay, you have to be a calming influence on the patients. You have to, you know, pass the dentist things. You have to suck saliva with your tube all day. But the the most important elements of dental nursing are cross-infection and looking after your, your teammates 100 percent, 100 and i mean that sh sh shines volume especially in your practices and, and and a lot of the ones we do work in it does make a difference because the patients see that too you know the the team the teamwork they they do notice it i hope so i mean you know we're quite often if there's a gang of us in decon someone's singing loud to the radio and <laughs> there's, there's always giggling going on and, yeah. and that's just jag that's just Jag and Ben, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, don't put them two in the decon, my goodness. <laughs> oh, don't, I know. Where, don't well, know I don't even think Ben knows where the decon room is. <laughs> he, just, he just walks by it every time. Bless him. What's an autoclave? <laughs> where are my instruments? <laughs> <laughs> oh bless him well i think on that note with giggles i think it's a good time to stop shelley before yeah. we really do sound like we're dinosaurs i <laughs> know oh, it's tragic it's just tragic it does make you smile though to think how different it is now and again in in 10 15 years it'll all yeah. be different uh again we'll be in space suits shelley <laughs> that's what well, we, we were close we were close to that in 2020 weren't we i felt like we were sort of yeah you're not With the wrong. FFP3 masks and the washable gowns. Yeah, that felt like that, that dark Vader. Um, yes, when we're trying to talk. <laughs> yes, and the patients. I mean, a Jag, bless him. I mean, he mumbles at the best of time, but trying to work with him, and you've both got these great big masks on. So, you, you know, he's mumbling through his mask, and I'm going, Pardon, pardon, <laughs> what? <laughs> patients, honestly. Do you know what? It probably was a bit of entertainment for them, Shelley. So it probably worked out well. A few of them commented. Yes, we did get quite a few giggles. 
Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> well, Shelley and I say it all the time, please be brave. Come on, have a voice. Come and have a chat with us. We don't bite and we would love to talk about all different things. So please get in contact. Um, Kate.HortonImplants.com or Shelley at the Beauty Practice. There's only one beauty practice. For sure. <laughs> thank goodness. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> Shelley, as always, thank you. Love chatting with you. And you, lovely. Have a good weekend. Thank you, John. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.